Good evening, everyone. So today we are back with another episode. In this episode, we are going to discuss about how to practice mindfulness. As in present scenario, we have some clarity about mindfulness, but we don't know how to practice it in our daily lives. So this episode is all for you. Welcome, Vansri, ma'am. Today, uh, she's an educator of art-based therapies and mindfulness teacher and counselor also. So I'm very glad to welcome her to my channel to discuss about this topic that what is mindfulness and how to practice it in our daily lives. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you so much, Tejasvi. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, before we proceed, ma'am, we would like to know about uh, like uh, what is art-based therapies and what you actually do. Uh, yeah, sure. It's actually uh, wonderful that uh, I have a chance to share that. Yes. Um, so arts-based therapy really is um, a form of integrated arts that is used mm -hmm. therapeutically. Um, now, this is mostly, uh, you know, arts is used by uh, healthcare professionals as a tool so mm -hmm. that they can uh, work on uh, individualized goals of uh, clients. Um, and the relationship that they share is, of course, a therapeutic relationship. But also more importantly, uh, arts-based therapy can be practiced only by someone who has been trained specifically in arts-based therapy because it's very easy to uh, sort of use it very colloquially, you know, you are using yeah, arts uh, for healing because arts is healing. So it's, um, uh, you know, I understand where this comes from, uh, mm -hmm. but arts-based therapy is really a form of therapy, just like any other therapy, like counseling, occupational therapy. Uh, it's just that we use arts as our tools. Exactly. So uh, what kind of uh, practices that uh, you used to follow with your uh, clients, like uh, either it is psychological based or it is something different from other aspects? Uh, so basically, uh, with respect to arts-based therapy, and then I'll move into mindfulness as well. Yeah. Um, arts-based therapy is uh, for sure uh, grounded in um, scientific theories, uh, mm -hmm. including theories, uh, mind training and counseling theories. Um, it is uh, based on studies of human development, on neuroplast yeah. neuroplasticity, neurobiology, cognitive sciences, um, but also the basis lies in Indian mind training principles. Oh, uh, so okay. these are our ancient principles and more and more now uh, with uh, research, we are finding research, especially in the West, uh, okay. we are finding that there is more um, uh, understanding and acceptance all over the world. That's great. Yeah. So that is which what leads me into mindfulness because really even arts-based therapy is based on the foundation of these mind training principles. That's great. Um, it comes from the idea that, you know, we are therapists ourselves um, mm -hmm. and yet we need to know where, uh, uh, you know, where we are in our present state. So in, in this present moment, even as a therapist, even as I'm conducting a session with my client, it actually helps to know um, what state I find myself in moment to moment. And that practice benefits me more because it keeps me um, grounded in uh, well-being, but also helps me to connect with the uh, changing states of my client moment to moment. Right. So therefore, uh, it, it's also like, you know, therapists heal thyself. And only then can you benefit your client more. That's great. So what is mindfulness and how it is connected with heart-based therapies? 
so mindfulness has a, a long history it uh, started really in india 2600 years ago uh, okay. by the greatest uh, as i like to say greatest uh, uh, mind mindful scientists of all the buddha mm -hmm. and uh, of course he uh, you know uh, gave us uh, excellent theories of the mind and essentially mindfulness in our colloquial sense because that's what we are talking about today means really in simple terms paying attention okay to the present moment of where okay. we are hmm. but it doesn't stop there really it is present paying attention to the present moment huh. repeatedly so we keep coming back to checking because you know if you just look at your mind just now even as you are sitting here and to our listeners when they uh, hear this um, even as we are paying attention to something uh, we if we pay more closer attention we will realize that our mind is already has a tendency to distraction uh, so we take the effort isn't it to keep coming back so mindfulness is really remembering to keep coming back all right so that is more about like where to focus when to focus and how much to focus uh yes of course and um, you know focus is one one way to you know uh, just to uh, because you use the word focus i just like to say sometimes okay. people uh, have this um, idea that you know if you're focused on a task mm. then that is you know you're mindful uh, that's only partially true it's okay. of course it's great to have focus by all means but that is not uh, the full definition of what we mean by mindfulness because mindfulness mm. means that we are like you rightly said we are uh, leading our mind giving our mind a sense of direction uh, to make sure that it rests on the object that we chose at that moment okay. so if i'm for example choosing to be mindful in my reading mm. or at this moment since i'm speaking and you're listening we choose to be fully mindful then exactly. we have to constantly check on whether we are being mindful in this moment and then in the next moment so keep coming back of course but also remembering why we chose this so there is a sense of purposeness purposefulness uh, to that so we exactly. always say that when we talk about mindfulness it mm -hmm. is uh, the bird of mindfulness is how we commonly uh, talk about and mm -hmm. we say the bird of mindfulness has these two wings of compassion and wisdom okay. so why compassion because compassion is uh, bringing in a sort of a, an orientation of our mind towards being non judgmental uh, you know mm -hmm. to our, ourselves when we are practicing mindfulness uh, we are bringing in a sense of curiosity openness all of that and then by wisdom because we are ourselves making a choice and then constantly reaffirming that choice for ourselves mm -hmm. so bringing that kind of energy to ourselves actually makes it um you know bringing in a sen sense of ease and spaciousness when we chose something nobody else has told us to do this we ourselves chose to be mindful so it's possible then to slow our mind down while we are practicing mindfulness because everything else then becomes uh, you know not needed in this moment we are not pushing anything away rather our mind only sort of settles down when we choose to be in mindfulness that's great and the difference between meditation and mindfulness uh, what is it exactly wonderful that's a very uh, useful and pertinent question in today's world 
so while we all more or less because you know when i started out decades ago mindfulness was not so well known huh? so um, essentially what used to happen was uh, oh okay we used to talk about mindfulness but everyone was like okay nowadays most people have heard of mindfulness exactly um, and you know they begin to wonder what is mindfulness really about do i really have to practice meditation in order to practice mindfulness hmm. so firstly to say that those two are two different things mindfulness uh, is a subset of med- you know meditation and meditation can be a subset of mindfulness right okay. but even though they are two different things um it is useful to learn to practice mindfulness with meditation and can i take a, a minute more to explain why yeah yeah sure you can proceed yeah sure so essentially what happens is uh, you know when i'm uh, practicing mindfulness mm-hmm. i'm bringing in a sense of inner orientation okay most of the time in fact uh, almost uh, 99% of the times if we uh, have a self inquiry we'll realize that we are outer oriented always what's happening outside and mm-hmm. we are constantly in a state of re- re- uh, you know reacting to what's happening outside yes when we begin to practice mindfulness then we are beginning to also change our lens to what is happening within us what is the inner landscape like now when we change our lens inwards then how to start that practice because you know it is like learning a completely new skill and mm-hmm. so for example if you are learning a new skill like swimming cycling uh, learning to play an instrument all of these are learning a new skill isn't it so when you are practicing to learn a new skill you really need to have a basis it, it, there are techniques no to learn this like for swimming we know that we le- need to first just relax into floating and then begin to move our hands and then breathe in a certain way in the same way for mindfulness how to turn your gaze inwards needs for us to sort of practice meditation but it doesn't mean that meditation by itself is a religious activity of course not it is also doesn't mean that i need to sit in meditation for hours upon hours in order to uh, learn mindfulness it's very very possible to do that for a few minutes and every time that you practice uh, meditation uh, if you practice it with intention and the way we are meant to do it then we can begin to learn the skill of mindfulness that's great so mindfulness also increases the concentration yes it has so many benefits um, okay. so if you look at you know so many um, researches have gone on and uh, you know it is uh, uh, amazing how many gifts mindfulness can bring to our mind because we all know now that mind and body is connected isn't mm-hmm. it if you feel for example that uh, uh, like you're tired you walked up a few steps or you've run then we know that your uh, body is uh, uh you know tired but your mind can feel refreshed right and exactly. it's connected to the fact that you have exercised in a certain way mm-hmm. uh, our breath is connected to the mind and body it's actually the bridge between the two so yeah. essentially when we practice mindfulness we are focused on the mind the body mm-hmm. and the breath and because we are doing this we can bring such a sense of well-being to our mind body and you know avoid all the lifestyle related diseases that are connected to our outer um 
uh, you know the our outer focus okay. so a lot of these lifestyle disease, uh, diseases that we have no um, mm-hmm. depression loneliness um, you know uh, even uh, to some extent this uh, uh, you know a disease like diabetes because it's connected to um, how we eat for example once if you have diabetes then we need to be mindful of how we eat and so uh-huh. that understanding of you know if i eat a sweet i love eating it and but and if i eat it is going to have a, a negative effect on my body so knowing mm-hmm. that as an experience in your body can itself stop you from uh, indulging in um, you know the food that we that is not good for us so mm-hmm. in this way it is uh, you know really uh, having uh, giving us so many benefits hmm that's great so meditation is more about like we are trying to attain the focus or leveling up our concentration uh so uh focus is a uh, one way focus is like for example we decide on the object and uh, base our attention see focus means we are bringing a certain kind of rigidity to it so okay. the the uh, you know like okay if your mind has diverted come back you know how can you not have your focus so focus has that implication so rather than that we say that you know placing your mind gently upon the object that you chose typically we begin with the breath mm-hmm. and so we begin to say that focusing your attention on the breath and each time that you recognize that your mind has diverted coming gently back to your breath again all right so therefore we say attention more than focus uh absolutely and uh, what kind of benefits and what is what is the primary importance of uh, being mindful so um you know one of the uh, uh, things about mental health is that uh, one way to look at mental health is uh, you know absence of any mental health illness you know absence of any illness yes. so you can say that okay no illness therefore i am in mental health but when we look at mindfulness and from the perspective of mindfulness we look mm-hmm. at um, you know saying that absence of illness is mm-hmm. setting the bar for mental well being so low exactly we should look we should be looking at raising that bar of mental health to okay. bringing in a sense of mental flourishing okay so if we just look at you know the whole basis of mindfulness comes from the idea is what is the central motivation of every human being every sentient being even animals if we are looking at everyone wants to be happy and everyone wants to reduce suffering isn't that right exactly so when we are bringing mindfulness we are always striving to increase our mental flourishing mm-hmm. and so when we practice mindfulness we are saying that how can i not just be avoiding suffering how can i rather be happy and uh-huh. when we are saying happy we are not saying happiness meaning you know i had this uh, wonderful chocolate that i love and i'm happy or i uh, you know i bought a new dress so i'm happy so it's not that uh, uh, you know uh, happiness that is dependent and on an outer circumstance exactly. rather we are talking of a lasting sense of happiness that is mm-hmm. you know there's an underlying sense of flourishing that is lasting and not necessarily depending on outer circumstance so how can we have an inner orientation for our happiness ah oh, that is the point yeah and are there any ways to practice mindfulness in our daily lives 
for sure so it is possible to practice uh, mindfulness by simply observing your breath like i said okay. uh, you know and it doesn't need to be more than 2 or 3 minutes like right now you know if we feel that i have a uh, you know i finished my lunch i might work and before i begin uh, work again i can just be uh, settling myself down and practicing for just 2 or 3 minutes bringing oh. that inner focus in myself this is possible um, but of course you know uh, short meditation practices can give you benefits only if you are developing that skill regularly so it can mm-hmm. be you know like just like you learn you know bicycle you can't just learn once and then say that i should how am i not good at bicycling you know mm-hmm. when we learn like i said see swimming once you enter the pool and say i know swimming that doesn't happen so in the same way we have to continuously practice in everyday life it is very possible while you travel not while you are driving because that is uh, you know safety aspect but otherwise if you are just traveling uh, as a passenger or simply sitting enjoying your cup of coffee or tea that's possible to uh, practice mindfulness but also short meditation practices you know there can be um, uh perhaps I, you know it will be safe to say that no uh, shortcuts to practicing mindfulness because it's a practice of skill mm-hmm. and then we can also begin once we practice only for ourselves no then it's possible to practice mindfulness in relationships like i'm having a difficult conversation in a relationship if we practice that converse conversation and, and practice that mindfully then we mm-hmm. we can find that you know that conversation also has a sense of space a sense of ease because we are bringing mindfulness into it so in this way it's possible to bring it into everyday life into every activity that we are um, you know finding ourselves a part of all right that is great and uh, does art based therapies also help in uh, resolving these issues which we face so yes 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 of course uh, so art based therapy has can have various uh, it can be used to uh, work through various therapeutic uh, uh, you know goals one of them for sure is mindfulness and uh, you know we can use uh, different artistic tools to practice mindfulness not just visual art like mandala mandala is very popularly known connected very uh, strongly with practice of mindfulness but it's not just that we can even practice uh, movement we can practice um, uh, you know even rhythm in fact any activity like i said we are bringing mindfulness into everyday life so it's possible to practice mindfulness along with any art forms and okay. so art based therapy can be used for mindfulness but um, art based therapy can also be used uh, for uh, you know working through uh, body uh, you know uh, like coordination for example bipartite it can be used for other you know social um uh, developing social skills it can mm-hmm. be used for many other uh, therapeutic goals actually that's great uh, it is very really good uh, good to hear from you so much about art based therapies and uh, in connection with mindfulness and uh, the techniques that which we can follow in our day to day lives uh thank you very much ma'am to connecting with us uh, today in our podcast and sharing all your insights with us we are very glad to be a part of it thank you so much tejasvi it was my pleasure to be here thank you ma'am thank you all bye have a good day